The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Gittin daf nun aleph, and we are on the top of daf nun amid bay, so we're a full amid behind. So the Mishnah was discussing the halachis of a teveya and a nitva. The teveya comes to the nitva, says, Rabid, you owe me money. The nitva chooses to pay him with karka. Does he have the right to pay him with karka? What if he has cash? Could the teveya force the nitva to give him kesef, even though the nitva has karka? So we spoke out on Sunday, that's Machloikas, Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. But either way, the nitva is paying right now with karka. The question is, if he has different classes of karka, what class of karka does the nitva have to give the teveya? The Mishnah said it depends. Han is zokin. If the claim that the teveya has on the nitva is that the nitva was mazik the teveya, shamalem be'idis, then he has to pay his best. Ubal choiv, bebeininis, uksubas, isha, beziburis. And the Mishnah said the reason for all three of these halachas are the same mipnei tikuna oilam. The Mishnah said another halacha, and that was enifram menechasim mishubadim bemakim sheyesh nechasim b'nei choiv. So to the extent that ruvein, lent money to Shimon. Ruvain's now going to Shimon. He tells Shimon, I want money from you. And the shtar, or the halva, was done in a way where Ruvain has a right to collect his chayv, not only from Shimon's bnei chayv, not only from money that Shimon has in his possession right now at the time of the payment, but he can even go to his nechas and For example, the shtar was written, it, the, the halva was a milvah b'shtar, so the halacha then is that he's allowed to go collect from nechas and So the Mishnah said, what would be in a case... Now, so we know that Allah is that you're not allowed to collect from the Nechassim Meshubadim to the extent that they're on Nechassim Nechayim. Said the Mishnah, not only is that true, but it would even be true if right now the Leva doesn't have any Bainanis, all he has is Iburis, the Meshubadim do have Bainanis, so Amina, being that the Allah is Balchayim Bainanis, then maybe the Teveya, the Malva, would have a right to go to the Nechassim Meshubadim, even though the Leva has Nechassim Nechayim, simply so he should be able to get his Bainanis. And that's what the Mishnah said. Ain't Nefram Nechassim Meshubadim, Bemakim Shiesh Nechassim Nechayim, Afilo Hain Ziburis, even if the Bainanis are Ziburis, and this Bainanis by the Meshubadim, still the Halacha of Ain't Nefram Nechassim Meshubadim, is going to be in effect. Says the Gemara. Pose the following question. What would be if somebody loaned his friend money? He's going to collect now his outstanding debt. He has Bnei Chayrin that are Ziburis. He gave away his Bainanis. So the Mishnah said, But what would be if he didn't sell his Bainanis? But rather he gave it away by Matono. Would the Halacha the Mishnah still apply or not? What's the Shiloh? The Kantut of Adrabodon is the reason that Einefram and Chasim Shubadim, but Makhmu Sheish Bnei Chayrin Vafilim and Ziburis, which the Mishnah said is Mepnei Tikkun Oilam. Was this Takana Mepnei Tikkun Oilam only because the Chachamim felt bad for that Lekeach, this person who bought the Bainanis, one day is going to have to give back his Bainanis, despite the fact that he left over the Meicher, who's also the Leva with Ziburis, is it Takanta who the Ovid Rabbanon, Mishum Seydel Lekuches, we feel bad for this person who acquired this Bainanis, Avul Matana the Lekab Seydel Lekuches, if that's the case, you can argue, it's only then if the Nechasa Meshubadim became Meshubadim via a Mekah where there would be a Pseydel the Lekuches if you're going to take the Bainanis away from him. Oidilma, or perhaps Matani Nami, or maybe it's, the Svara applies to Matana as well. And the Gemara says a nice reason why it would apply to Matana, because 
because the same svar that you have by Pseidah the Lekuchos, you could argue you have by Matana, because he loved the Isle Hanamine, Lo Yov Le Matana. People don't usually just indiscriminately and frivolously give other people Matanas, right? There's an old adage, there are no free lunches. So if somebody's taking you out for lunch and he's picking up the bill, there's a cheshbin. People don't just give people Matanas. So that if the loiva gave somebody a matana, and now you're taking that matana away from the makabo matana, he actually is losing something. There is the spirit of Pseidah de Lekuchas. Because although he didn't pay fair market value for this gift at the time that he received the gift, but there's probably some macro cheshbin that he must have done something to the noise matana in exchange for the matana that he gave him right now. The hilkach, and therefore, keep Pseidah de Lekuchas. You do have this far of Pseidah de Lekuchas. So the Gemara argued that that's posh in the from and the chasim b'shabad and the and the chayin and filim and aziburis mipnei tikkun oylem is related to pseida delukuches. It's because somebody paid for this baininess, and we can't just go ahead and take it away from him. The shaila is: Do you have the svar of pseida delukuches by matana, or do you not have the svar of pseida delukuches by matana? Says the gemara. Amalei mark shishu pray to Rav Chizlu Rav Ashi Tashma. I'll bring you a raya from the following price. Shchiv merah. This is a dying man. Shamaru said through masayim zos deployness as he's dying. He's Divvying up his estate. See, he says, give 200 zuz to Reuven, the Gimel Mayas, the Pliny, 300 to Shimon, the Dawid Mayas, the Pliny, give 400 to Levi. So says the Mishnah, what happens if somebody later, a Balchayv comes and he says, it's very nice, you guys all got pledges and you all got gifts, but I'm telling you, it all really belongs to me, because this person owed me a lot of money, and my star predates your matanas. So he wants to collect the star. So it says the Mishnah, he wants to collect this money, all these gifts. So the halacha is that certainly he can take it. Says the Mishnah, not just that. There's no halacha that the person that got the matana first, he somehow is going to get preferential treatment when the Baal comes to collect the money. Meaning, ordinarily, there would have been a makam to say that maybe the last person that got the gift, he's going to have to be the first person to pay. Because Reuven Shimon Levi, Reuven got 100 zuz, Shimon got... 200 zuz, and Levi, three, 200, 300, and 400. To the extent that the Balchayv is coming now for 400, Reuven and Shimon can both say that there was 400 zuz left over after we got our matano, so it's considered b'nei chayrin relative to what Reuven and Shimon got, which are treated as mishubadim. It says mishubadim doesn't work that way. So therefore, if the shtar chayv came, and now that somebody wants to take all this money away, he can take from all of them. But if the nusach that the Shechiv Merah used when he gave these matanas was a little bit different. He said the words, Trumazayim zoz leploini v'acharav. That's the magic word. Leploini v'acharav leploini. So he clearly said that he wants it to be a pecking order. First, Reuven's getting, then Shimon's getting, then Levi's getting. Then the Allah is called Akedem Shtar Zacha. Whoever got his first is Zacha. Lafichach yotz alav Shtar Chayv. Gave him So therefore, the Allah is going to be, you always gave him an If the Achrin doesn't have enough, gave him so then it works with the rule of Ein Nefram and Achasa Meshubadim B'makam Sheyesh Pnei Chayim. Says the Gemara, so the Brisa described this idea of Ein Nefrasim, of Ein Nefram and Achasa Meshubadim B'makam Sheyesh Pnei Chayim, that the concept is you always give him an Achroin. And Ein Loi, give him a Shalafanov. And Ein Loi, give him a Shalafanov. You always take from the last person. It sounds like the Avagav Tekamabain in this, Ubasu Ziburis. It sounds like even if Levi, who was the last person that got the Matana, got Ziburis, and Reuven and Shimon got Beninus, and Balchayv's din is Bebeninus. Still, what's the halacha? He has to take first from Levi,
Levi and afterwards from Ruvain and Shimon. And the reason is our Mishnah. What's the Gemara's Kasha? Here it was a Matano, and still you see that by Matano the Halacha the Mishnah applies. So the Gemara said, Markashisha. Who was Rav Chizda's son? Told Rav Ashi, having a shmakiraya from a brisa to Rav Achtavoy bar Ami Shaila. Right? See it inside. Avak after Kama Beninus. It sounds like even if Reuven and Shimon got Beninus, Upas was Ziburis and Levi got Ziburis and the Loch of Balchoyvis that he's giving him a Beninus still Ziburis Gavi Beninus like Gavi. He'd get Ziburis. He wouldn't get Beninus. Shmamino. So what do you see from here? Bematona Nami over Rabbanu Takanto that the Tikkun Olam wasn't only a svara by Mekachememka. The Tikkun Olam is a svara by Matana. Well, and despite the fact that the Gemara assumes for a Dover Poshet that the Tikkun Olam is Pseida de Lukuchas, the argument is one side of Rabach Devoy Shailo that even by a Makabel Matana, there's the Svara Pseida de Lukuchas. Again, because people don't just give other people matanas. So if Reuven's giving Shimon a matana, Shimon must have earned the matana. He must have done something. Now you're taking the matana away from him. Whatever it was that he did to get that matana is his loss. There's an element of but the Gemara says you have no right. Who said that this Shimra that's doing out money at his deathbed was just giving gifts? Maybe he was paying down loans. But the Gemara says, what do you mean? I'll tell you why we thought it was a gift. The word tenu, isn't that from the word matana, matana tenu, it's the same shayrish. But the Gemara says, no, tenu just means give, tenu b'chayvi. But the Gemara says, oh, if it was a chayv, then why are we even considering the order in which the shchiv merah said it? What should it depend on? Who borrowed the money first? Whose shtar chayv comes earlier? Who loaned the money first? Well, actually, shtar the man called him. If, if we're dealing with a chayv, then why don't we look at the shtar? So the Gemara says, the lekker shtar. There was no shtar. But the Gemara says, well, didn't the b'raisa refer to a shtar? The Gemara says, no, but shtar pekidita. The b'raisa referred to a shtar. But that was a different shtar. The shtar that the b'raisa was talking about was the shtar that the uh, Shchiv Merah wrote instructing what should be done with his money. But it's not talking about the original shtar that he had when he borrowed money from these three respective balichai. The point is, we're dealing perhaps not with a shtar matana, we're not dealing with uh, a matana, we're dealing with a chayv. If there's a chayv, then why do we care about the order that the Shchiv Merah used? Why not look at the order of when the actual Chayvois went into effect. The reason is because there was no shtar chayv. I doesn't the brisa reference a shtar? That's the shtar that it's a different shtar. That's the shtar that the shchivmera is instructing what to do. That's not the actual shtar Another terrorist. That really the brisa is talking about a matana. If it's a matana, then let's bring a raya that you say pseided the lekuchos even by a matana. But the gemara says no, you have no raya. I feel a matana nami. But loikasha, you loikasha meaning you can't bring a raya to the shaila from this brisa, and the reason. Is because could be when the Bryce says if Reuven and Shimon got Beninus and Levi got Ziburis, what does it mean? Not that the Balchoiv can actually go directly to Levi. Maybe he can't go directly to Levi. Or maybe he doesn't have to go directly to Levi because he has a right to collect Beninus. I, the Mishnah. And Levi is the Mishubad, and Reuven and Shimon, relative to Levi, are viewed at as the Bnei Chayrin. But this is a Matana, and it could be by Matana. There's no Svara of Pseidah de Lukuchas. You don't have the Tikkun Oilam. It could be this Takana was never put into place. I, what then does the Mishnah mean when it says Gavim and Achrin? It means that after the Balchayv goes to either Reuven or Shimon, Reuven and Shimon will have a right to go to Levi. 
because that's a good claim that they have. That claim is going to be that we got a matana from the Shechid and we got our matana before you got your matana, and now somebody had a claim on our matana, so now we want to take away your matana and take it back for ourselves. That's something that maybe they'll be able to do. And that's what the Mishnah says, Gavim and Achrein. That the Achrein is going to end up losing out. Somebody will be Gavim and Achrein. The Gemara and the Havamina rightfully thought that who's Gavim and Achrein? The Balchayv is going directly to the Achrein. And it sounds like even if the Achrein had Ziburis and the Rishon had Beninus, still he can't go collect his Beninus, which is really his right. He has no choice. He's stuck to take the Ziburis because in the, from in the Meshubadim, but Malkam the problem is it was matana, so the Gemara says a doichik. Goivet doesn't mean the balchayv. The balchayv doesn't have to go to the achrein. All we mean is that someone's going to end up taking from the achrein. The achrein is going to end up losing out. Iba Yisema, the most posh of the terrors. You're right, in the Bryce it's mashma that he ends up going to Levi. He goes to the achrein. Ay, what if Levi had Ziburis and Reuven and Shimon had Beninis? Why should even be have to take the Ziburis? Isn't his din Beninis? Isn't that a raya that you say say that the Lukukhais? No, the Shavikulavadadi. The Bryce is talking about where there was no Idris Beninis Ziburis, where they all got the same exact class of Karka, meaning Enochinami. Had there been different classes, maybe the halacha would have been different. The next halacha, the Mishnah, today's daft does not get any easier, was Ein Moitzin Laachilas Peris. Incidentally, today's daft, and really, this week's Tafim are the calm before the storm. By next Sunday, we're going to learning, be learning about Kamsah Bar Kamsah. So we have three blocks of Agadita in the beginning of next week, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, that deal with Churban Bayesheni. But we have to do what we do in order to, to get to that point. So the Mishnah said, So we mentioned one halach of So now we have additional halachis of when So the first two, really the first four, all Negeo, this next Gemara, that is number one. Karkois. Ruvain sold the field to Shimon. Shimon bought the field, Bachrayas, which means that if somebody, this is a primitive form of title insurance. So if somebody's going to come and claim that this field that you bought from Ruvain was never really Ruvain's, he didn't have title on this field, he had no right to sell it, it belonged to me. So the Allah is that Shimon can now go back, the Lekech can go back to the Moicher, who now has another title in this story. He's also the Goslin, and he could say that this field that you bought, that you sold to me wasn't really your field. So what is the halacha? Very simple. Ruve now has to reimburse Shimon. He has to give him back the money that he paid for this field that he now lost. What if Ruve doesn't have any money? He's, he doesn't have anything. He's bankrupt. So the halacha is that if he sold the field to him with a shtar, there's a halacha of achrayas nechassim. Shimon can collect from nechassim mishubadim. What does that mean? Anything that Ruvain, the Meicher, had in his possession at the time that he sold the field is considered Meshubit. There's a lien that Dolekeach Shimon has on that property so that if he had since sold another field to Levi, Shimon can now go to Levi and take the field from Levi. Says the Mishnah that although when Shimon goes to Ruvain, Shimon has a right to reimburse himself for the field that was taken away from him. But not only for the field, but for any payers that grew on the field, naturally, because that's, those are his payers. And to the extent that it was written in the Shtar, that Reuven is being Mechabal Achrayis for the field and for the payers, Reuven would now have to reimburse Shimon, not only for the actual field, but for the payers, or for the Shvach Karkois, or for any improvements that Shimon may have made to this field. Even though 
that's poshit that that's talacha. That to the extent that it's in the shtar, Ruvain, the Meicher, the Gazlan, has an obligation to reimburse Shimon for that. However, there's no halacha of Nechasa Mishubatim. Shimon cannot go to Levi, the person that Ruvain sold his other fields to, and tell him that I have a shtar mekach that predates your shtar mekach, and I bought it in Nechasa Mishubatim, so I'm now taking the field from you, that Ruvain sold you, you can work it out with Ruvain, knock yourself out, but I'm taking the field away from you. That he could do. For that is Allah and the Chazam Mishubadim. But the Peres and the Shvach Karka, that the Mishnah said, that's something that you're not allowed to take. Another Allah that the Mishnah said was, as well, from the Chazam Mishubadim. The Allah is that if a man dies, so his sons, Yarshin, his estate. What about his wife? What about his daughters? They have no schos However, they do have a locha of mezoinus. Our modern mezoinus, minachs yisayim, it's a whole parak in Mesach Tzubis. And we know that Allah is habonis yisayim. The bonus, and not just that, they come even first. They have a kedima. They even come before the sons. So it says the Mishnah that although there is a halacha that the wife of a deceased man and his daughters are entitled to mezoinus, but they can only take it from the Nechayr, meaning any money that the man had when he died, they can use for their mezoinus. But you can't go to Nechasa Meshubadim in order to get your mezoinus. Says the Gemara, So the first halacha was that even if somebody bought a field, Nechasim, it turned out that he has to collect from the Meshubadim. He can get the actual karka, but he cannot take the peris or the shvach. My time, what's the reason for it? Amar Ula, Ula said, Amar Lakish, and the Lakish, which The reason is, because the whole svar of Nechasim Meshubadim, when do you have the halacha Nechasim Meshubadim? If there was a shtar, if somebody borrowed money, b'shtar, or if somebody bought something with a shtar mekach, the assumption is that the lekeach, the lekuchah, is that now you're being mitzi from, knew about this outstanding loan. They knew about this shtar mekach, because being that it's done with a shtar, people talk. So it has a coil. And being that it has a coil, we assume that the lekuchahs knew the risk that they were taking, and if push comes to shove, they now have to reimburse this Malva or this Lekeach, so be it. it. But the point is, we don't feel like we're hurting the Lekuchais because we take it as if they understood the risk that they were getting themselves into. So it says Rish Lakish, very simple. If that's the underlying reason of why you say the halacha of Nechassim Meshubadim by Ishtar, and you don't say it when this transaction took place Balpeh, that in itself would be the reason why it only works for the underlying land, but it doesn't work for the payrolls, because the payrolls are not ksuven. And the point is that even if they are ksuven, even if it said payrolls in the shtar, but it's a bigarette, because we don't really know what the value of the payrolls are going to be. We don't know. It's just impossible to properly determine, right? Rashi's lotion is, So even if it was written, the point is you're not going to have a curl. I mean that you're not going to have a curl. That's why you don't have the halacha of nechas and meshubadim. So not in ksuven, it wasn't written. Maybe it was written. But even if it's written, it's command the ink suvim dami. So very posh. That's what Ula said. The name Rishlak. Shabbat Rabbah Ula. Rabbah told Ula. Vamazin Ishvabon is the command the chsivid dami. Viktani Emaitzin. You can't just simplify the halach and the chasim mishavadim and say that whenever there's a svara of koil suvim, then you have the svara of the chasim mishavadim. Whenever now you don't have the halach and the chasim mishavadim. Why? Because the Mishnah, the same Mishnah said Emaitzin. Now, Mazen Isha Habanis is not written. There's no shtar anywhere that says, 
says that a father has an obligation to support his daughters from his estate after he dies, or his wife. However, being that it's a Tanai Bezdin, it's something that Bezdin is mechaiv a person to do, Halacha treats it as if it was written in Bishtar. And still, despite the fact that we look at it as if it's written in Bishtar, despite the fact that we treat it as something that has a curl, still the Allah is a Maitzian. So all... Rab Abba was telling Ulu was that it's not so black and white. You're making it sound like whenever there's a coil, then you have the Allah Mishabadim. Whenever there's no coil, you don't have the Allah Mishabadim. And based on that very simple premise, you want to explain why you could be Tevea the Karka from the Rechaz Mishabadim, but you can't be Tevea the Peris from the Rechaz Mishabadim. It's not so simple, because if it was so simple, then why is the Halacha that you can't collect the Based on your very neat Hagdara, the halacha should be Maitzian. Somebody told him back, Don't bring me a riot from there, because that whole halacha of Habonis Yizoynu and Amon and Yizoynis, that's all Takana's Chachamim. When the Chachamim made Takana initially, that was the Takana. What was it? That was the halacha that she'll be able to collect from the Bnei Chayrin. But she won't be able to collect from the Nechas and Meshubadim. On the same exact exchange. The reason being that it's not written, there's no call. It's the same Shaklavataria, just different names. So Rabzeir told Rabasi, So he told him, Either way, the first Pshad in the Gemara, why? The Chachamim Ibn Tikkun Oilam said, Ein Moitzian Lachilas Peros, Ula Shvach Karkois, Menachasim Meshubadim is, Ula in the name of Reish Lakish, Levisha Ein Ksuven. And even if it was physically written in the Shtar, it's Ke Man De Ein Ksuven Dami, because the whole Svara of why you can ever collect from the Chassam and Shubadim is predicated on a coil so that we're not really messing up the Lekeach too bad because when he bought property he should have done his due diligence he should have ran his he should have done whatever he needed to do to make sure that this day wouldn't come he understood the risk it was a calculated risk if he lost, he lost so be it but that's only to the extent that there's a coil that there's a coil for the underlying property. There's no coil regarding the peros and the shvach. Says the Gemara, Rav Chanina, my different terrors. The fish ain't kzuv him. You know why? There's no alakon nechasim shabadim. Nechasim shabadim is only if somebody bought something. He understands he's taking a risk and he knows exactly what the risk is. So he knows that Ruvain once bought a field. Shimon once bought a field from Ruvain for a thousand dollars. It could be one day I'm going to have to give Shimon that thousand dollars. But you can't expose me to a risk that could be an infinite number, where I have no idea what that number is going to be. Such as Peiros, Shvach, he doesn't know what the amount of Peiros that one day Shimon may want to take away from him. It's something that it's impossible to anticipate, and therefore, Mishum Seydet al there's no Allah and Chasim Mishubadim by something that's not Katsuf. Another very simple terrors, either because it's not Ksuvin, or because it's not Ksuvin. According to Reb is this... Is this always what it depends on? Meaning, you always have the halacha of nechasim mishubadim when it's ksuvim, and you never have the halacha of nechasim mishubadim when it's not ksuvim? Is all that matters ksuvim? Or does even Reb Chanina agree that the only time you're going to have the halacha of nechasim mishubadim is if it's ksuvim and ksuvim? He was just adding. You need ksuvim and ksuvim. So that the peres and the shvach, despite the fact they were ksuvim, the reason they might see in was they weren't also ksuvim. 
So is it only Ketuvim or is it Ketuvim and Ketuvim? It's not really relevant how to understand our Mishnah, but as we'll see now, it'd be relevant how to understand different halachas. Says the Gemara, so again, Somebody died, he left over two daughters, Uben and a son. So what's the halacha? The son Yarshins, the daughters, Yizoyinu. So really, there's two halachas you have to know for this Mishnah. Number one, the Banois Yizoyinu, they get supported, they get a, a weekly stipend, food, whatever it is that they need, that's what they get, but the rest of the Yerusha all goes to the sons. Additionally, the halach is that they get a nadin. So when time comes for them to get married, so the boys, the sons, the Yarshim, have to give a nadin to the chasen of these banois, so that it'll be easy for them to get married. What is the nadin? So it depends. If we know what the father would have done, that's what we give. If we have no clue what the father would have done, up to 10% of the estate. That's the halacha. Remember this from Ksubis. That's the halacha. Somebody died, left over two daughters and a son. So the first one got married. First, the older girl, she got her isu nechasim. The second one wanted to take her isu nechasim. But before she got her temper, the son died. Omer said, at this point she doesn't get her Isun Nechassan. And the reason Rashi explains is very Gishmak. Because why did the Chachamim say that she gets Isun Nechassan? She should be able to get married. Now she'll have a way to get married. She's yarshining the entire estate. When the sons, or the, when the son was alive, they weren't yarshining. So they were relying on the son to pay for the Chassanah. So there you had the Takanas Chacham of Yisun Chasim. But now that the son died, so what are you worried about? She's not going to be able to get married? She will be able to get married. She's a Yerush now. She's Yarshining her brother because the brother's not alive anymore. So the entire estate's falling into her Nechasim. So there's no reason that we should have to give her Yisun Nechasim. Amal Reb Chanina, Reb Chanina said, I can't believe that this is true, Reb Why? Because I heard even a bigger Chiddush when it comes to Yisun Nechasim. They might see it, they might see it, that despite the fact that our Mishnah said, that but for the Eastern Nechassim, the halacha is, so Madach, you could take the Eastern Nechassim from Nechassim Meshubadim, from Lekuchos, Kalvachoyme Reb Chanina argued, you should be able to collect the Eastern Nechassim in this case, where she was entitled to it, and she's taking it from Bnei Chayrin, but you punked have a svara that she has the money anyway. So it's, I agree with your horror. Now what's the Gemara's kasha? It's for Reb Chanina. This is Reb Chanina talking. And he himself said for a double poshet that the Eastern Nechassim you can collect from Nechassim Meshubadah. Parnasa to make a It's a fixed amount. It's 10% of the Nechassim. But it's not written anywhere. According to Reb Chanina, this is all Reb Chanina L'shitasoy. All you need to collect from the Nechassim Meshubadah is for it to be Ketuvim. You don't need that. It should be Ketuvim. The Gemara says, Shani Parnasa. Keep it this way. No, it's not true. We spoke that in the intro that something that's a Tanai Bezdin is always considered as if it's written. It always has a coil. Being that this is me Tanai Bezdin, we look at it as so we're going down memory lane for the sugis at the end of Masechtis Ksubis. The context over there is a man got married. He married a woman who had a daughter from a previous marriage. And he took upon himself in his obligations to his wife and his Ksuba that he's going to support. It's the first Mishnah in the 12th parak of Masechtis Ksubis. That he's going to support this stepdaughter for five years. So the halach is, obviously, he's obligated to support her. If he has his own daughters, he supports his own daughters, he supports his stepdaughters, that's the halacha. What if this man died, 
she married somebody else, and that second person also took it upon himself to support the stepdaughter. So they're both obligated. Now, the Mishnah over there says that to the extent that there's time that overlaps, so they each person may took upon an obligation to support for five years. The first one was from the year 2000-2005. The second one was from the year 2002 to 2007. So you have three years, 2002, 2003, 2004, that there's a, there's a three-year period that overlaps. So the Allah is, they both have to pay Mizoyinus during that time. One of them gives actual food. The other one can't potter himself with giving food because a person can only eat for one person, can't eat for two people. They'll have to, instead, the other father, the other husband, will instead have to give money. So the Allah is, says the Mishnah, Mesu, what if they both died? So the Mishnah says, The man's own daughters that want to be supported by their real biological father, they can only get from the So when he died, he didn't have anything? They can't go to Nechazim Meshubadim. Why? That's our Mishnah. But for he, the stepdaughter, will be able to go to Nechazim why? Because she's a balas chayif. He didn't have an obligation to support her. So she's going as a balas chayif, as a balas chayif. So what's the kasha? The kasha over here is that what gives her a right to go to the nechasa meshubadim? There was no star over here. Nobody mentioned anything about a star. So what's the reason that the Mishnah says that she can collect from the nechasa meshubadim? Oh, must be because it was ketuvim. Why was it ketuvim? Because he said he's going to support her for five years. So now there's a discussion in the Rishonim. Why is that Ketzuvim? You would think the Ketzuvim has to be the gross dollar amount. That has to be Ketzuvim. Here, it's just, there's an element of it that's Ketzuvim. Five years worth of food. How much food? I have no idea. We have to sit down, make a, a, do an evaluation, find out how much food she needs. So it's a little bit of a Chiddush. Machlik is Raman Raivet. I don't understand this. But either way, the Gemara argues that this is Ketzuvim. It's not Ksuvim. This was not a Tanai Bezdin. And still the Allah is that she herself, can be given from the Nechazim Meshubadim. So the Gemara says, We're talking about where Enechanami, there was perhaps no Shtar, but there was a Kenyan. They did, you know, Kenyan so they picked up the Yamaka up and down. There was some Kenyan that took place over here. Being that there was some Kenyan that took place over here, Rashi's lush it is that once you make a Kenyan, the stamp Kenyan, the Chsiva made, it's going to be written. I mean that it's going to be written. We treat it as if it's already written. Written, it already has a coil. So it wasn't just Ketsuvin, could be it was Ketsuvin as well. If it's talking about then you have to be consistent. I mean, you have to say the Bonois, the real daughters, also made a Kenyan. So if they made a Kenyan, why can't they get from the Nechazim Meshubadim? I understand why regular daughters can't get from the Nechazim Meshubadim. But if they made a Kenyan, then they certainly should be able to get from the Nechazim Meshubadim. They're not just coming Mikoyach, the Tanai Bezdin, now they're coming Mikoyach a Kenyan. So the Gemara says, It's talking about the stepdaughters made a Kenyan, and the regular daughters didn't make a Kenyan. But the Mordor says, my Pascha, that doesn't make sense. The whole point, the whole punchline of the Mishnah is that those stepdaughters are going to be in a better position than the daughters themselves. Now, if it only is true when the stepdaughters made a Kenyan and the daughters didn't make a Kenyan, Mazel Tov. So you didn't really tell me anything too exciting. But the Gemara says, no, there, there really is a point over here. Because, really the point of the Mishnah is there was a Kenyan made for the stepdaughters and there was no Kenyan made for the daughters themselves. I will tell me then what's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is that even if you made a Kenyan for the daughters, the Kenyan doesn't work. And the reason is because presumably at the time that this man got married to his wife, he didn't have any biological daughters. He probably had his daughters after he got married. So even if he made a Kenyan at the time of the Chasana, so he marries a woman who has a daughter, and at the time of the Chasana, they make a Kenyan, I'm going to support your daughter for five years. 
He didn't have any children. He's getting married now. He's first standing under the chuppah. Years later, he has daughters. Even if he made some sort of Kenyan chalipin of some sorts at the time of the chasana, it wouldn't really go into effect because you can't make a Kenyan to give somebody that's not ba'ilam something. So really, the only reason the stepdaughters can be goiva from the lakuchas again, is because kanumi my paska, the Chiddush is that the Kenyan works for the stepdaughters, it doesn't work for the daughters. Says the Gemara, but I don't agree with that either, because Milo Yaskina and didn't have any real daughters at the time that he got married. Maybe he had daughters. Milo Yaskina, the Havi Travayo Bishas Kenyan, maybe he did have daughters. Ah, you're not supposed to have children before you get married. Veichidami, the Gersha, he divorced his wife. Vahadra, maybe he's a Machsagrushasan. It could be he has daughters from the same wife. Who said he doesn't have daughters? Ella says, the Gemara Pita, the Pnai Bezden Kaachalim Hanilo Kinyan. Bas Ishte, the Labat Pnai Bezden Kaachalim Hanilo Kinyan. He made a Kinyan for both. And still, the Kinyan works for his stepdaughter, doesn't work for his daughter. And the reason is because being that he, anyways, owes his daughters the Mazoinois. That they're going to get after he dies, mitzat tnai bezdin. Even if she made a kinyan, the kinyan doesn't go into effect. It doesn't make sense. You could be kind of something that someone's not obligated to give me, but you can't be kind of something that somebody is obligated to give me. Elo says the Gemara. Final svara. The reason that she can't get from the nechasim mishubadim the daughters is because being that, like we just said, it's talking about where there was a kinyan and he was obligated to give it to me tnai bezdin. There's a good chashash that maybe he put money aside to give his daughters so that they'll have food to be supported after he died. And being that there's a svarah, sorry, atvasa, this is a svarah that permeates a lot of the sugis and masachtas ksubis, it's for that reason that we say that she can now take from the nechaz and mishubadim. Because the mishubadim will always argue, I think the father before he died must have put money aside. That's a svarah for the daughters. It's not a svarah for the stepdaughter, for his biological daughter, sorry, atvasa, for the stepdaughter, not. However, the stepdaughter, she can collect from the Nechassim Meshubadim, being that she's a Balaschei. So you have no Raya Al-Koponim that you can collect when it's Ktsuvim, not Ktsuvim, because maybe it was Ktsuvim. Not a real star, but Karumi Yadai. And like Rashi says, Stam Kinyin is L'Chsiva made. If there was a Kinyin, then the Banois also made a Kinyin, because you have to be consistent in the Mishnah. So why could they not collect from the Nechassim Meshubadim? The reason is because Eimet Sari Atfasa. Toshma, another right. Omram Nos, Eimet Sari Bismach, Chakadam, Mechel, Shalshayin, Lishvach, Shalishayin. So again, the Mishnah said, Eimet Sian, Lachilas, Paris, Menachasim Meshubadim. The Eimet Sian, Lishvach, Karkois, Menachasim Meshubadim. So Ram Nos said in the Brayse, when is it that the Loikeach can't take his Shvach Karkois from the Nechassim Meshubadim? That's only if this person, Levi, again, Ruvain sold the field to Shimon, and he sold the field to Levi. He sold the field to Shimon, and then afterwards, Shimon found out that the field that he bought from Ruvain was a stolen field. So now he goes to Ruvain, Ruvain says, I don't have anything, but there's the Chasim Meshubadim, there's Levi. This field that Ruvain sold to Levi was in Ruvain's possession at the time that Shimon bought the field. Thus, it's Meshubit to Shimon. Shimon has a right to go take his field back from Levi, or he can reimburse himself for this bad deal that he did from Levi. However, he can't reimburse himself to Paris, he can't re- Burst himself the shvach karkoy. Said Reb Nossin in Nebrai, so when is it true that he doesn't get the shvach? That's only if Sh- Sh- Levi bought the field from Ruvain before Shimon invested in the shvach karkois. But at first, Shimon would have worked the field, and then afterwards, Ruvain would have sought. 
the field to Levi, then the Allah is Goivim and Achasim So it's a technicality. It makes a little bit of sense if you think about it. The point is, is that if the Shvach was already Ba'olam, before Reuven sold his field to Levi, then Levi somehow was a for the Shvach. But if the Shvach first came Ba'olam, after Reuven sold his field to Levi, then Shimon can't go to Levi and take that Shvach Karkois. But what does the Gemara argue? Alma, you see from here, Mishum Kodimhu. It's a kasha really on both Svaras that we said. We had two Svaras. One was Ula Amar Ishlokish, the second one was Rabchanino. Why it is the Eimoy Tzin Achilles Peiroiz, Ula Shvach Karkois, Menachasim Mishubadim. Either the reason was the Fisha Ink Suvim, or the reason was the Fisha Ink very simple reasons. But based on Rav Nassim's Hagdara, that really you have to take a look and ask yourself, when was the Shvach put into the field? Did it happen before the second Mekach? Did it happen after the second Mekach? That's a riot that both of these Svaras are wrong. Because to the extent that either one of these Svaras are right, there should be no difference when the Shvach was put in. Either way, the halacha should always be, you can't be goy with the peris and the Shvach, because it's either Naksuvim or it's Naksuvim. So why is this Rav Nassim? A Tana, a Braisa, not a Kasha, on both Amiraim who gave a beer for why the halacha is a Moitzian, it would seem to be contradicted by this halacha that Rav Nassim said. So the Gemara says, that's true. However, Tanoi, it's in effect Machlikas Tanoi, because although there is a Tana of Nassim who seemed to have a different Havana in why the Allah is Eimoy Tzien, Lachilas Peres, Lashvach Karkois, but there's another Braisa where there are Tanam that support the reasons that were given by Lama Yiram. The Tanya will learn to the Braisa, Eimoy Tzien, Lachilas Peres, Ulashvach Karkois, Ulamazin, or Isha, Vahabonos, Menachasim, Meshubadim, Mipnei Tikkun O'ilam, Lafisha, Ein Ksuven, Rabbi Yosi, Vichema, Ein Yitikkun O'ilam, Yesh Bezu, Valoi, Ein Ksuven. So both of these Svaras that Lama Yiram said are mentioned here in the Brisa. So we had a little bit of a difficult Amid Gemara, but really, big picture, as far as what the purpose, the point of the Gemara is, is very simple. The Mishnah said, Why not? What emerges from the Sugya? Three reasons. The first is, Ula Amareh which is the fish ain ksuven. The only time you can be given in the chasm and shabbatim is when there's a coil. You only have a coil when it's written b'shtar, when it's clear in the shtar. Being that over here, it's not even ba'ilam yet. It's not considered as if it's ksuven. Thus, there's no coil. There's too big of a psay to the lakuchas. You can never take it away from the lakuchas. Reb Chanina said, l'fisha ain ksuven. Did Reb Chanina mean ksuven and ksuven, ksuven and not ksuven? So that's really a shayla for other areas. The Gemara touched on that a little bit. And then the Gemara said, from Reb Nassim's Hagdara, that the only time you can't collect the shvach, is if you first invested in the property after the Mekach Sheni. But if you have invested in it before the Mekach Sheni, then you are Moitzi, even the Shvach Malakuchas. From there you see that there's a third Pshat. The Gemara doesn't say what the Pshat is. But you see from there that there's a third Pshat in YA Moitzi. And either way, three Mahalchim and how to understand this Halach and the Mishnah. The last Halach and the Mishnah was the Moitzi Metzia Lo Yishava. So if the first part of today's daf was the end of Ksubis. The very last part of today's daf is Shnai Moichsen. Oh, Omer, no, we said that. Amoitzi Metzia, Lo Yishava. So what's the posh case of Amoitzi Metzia, Lo Yishava? We're talking about that somebody found a Metzia. And he's machrizit per the sugis and perikel metzias. Somebody comes, he says, I found a hundred dollars. Usually money, you don't have to be machrizit. But just to keep the case simple, I found a hundred dollars. 
Ruvain says, Shimon, come, says it's my $100. But Shimon tells Ruvain, one second, it wasn't just $100, it was really $200. Ruvain says, no, it was only $100. So there would be Mokim to argue, <laughs> what do you need this for? So the, that's the whole point of the Tikkun Oilo. He could have argued, one second, now Ruvain's a Maidib Mikdash, because Shimon's telling Ruvain you have $200 in line. Ruvain's saying it's only $100. Maidib Mikdash is one of the three people that swear a Shvur Dei Reis, right? Who swears a Shvur Dei Reis? Maidib Mikdash, an eight Echod. By moments, I'll be shnai made them yakum davar. What if there's only an eid echad, so the other person doesn't have to pay? You don't pay based on an eid echad, but you have to swear shvur de raisa. And then the shvur is hashemrim. This week's parasha, all the shemrim that swear that shvur is a shvur de raisa. But either way, says the mission that even though you could have argued that this is a classic moed b'miktas hamoitzi mitzia lo yishava, you don't swear. And the reason is mipnei tikkun oil. Zok the gemara. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak. Shnei kisim kishura matzasali. If somebody goes over to his friend and he says, you found two kisin, two wallets that were attached to each other. He says, no, I only found one. He has to swear, even though it's a moitzi mitzia, still he swears moitzi mitzia. The Gemara is going to ask in a minute. It contradicts our Mishnah, right? What if, however, the teveya, the person that lost the Aveda says that you found two of my shvarim and they were tied to each other. No, all there was was one. There the Allah has any nishba. There he doesn't swear. I is the same Maida Bemiktas. What's the difference? Two wallets and he's Maida to one, or two shvarim and he's Maida to one. My time is shvarim manchiti mahadadi, kitsin le manachi nadadi. If there were two wallets that were tied to each other, they don't walk. So chances are they still are going to be tied to each other. Therefore, when the person's toiveya and he says, you found two, it's a real taina. It's Rashi says it's a taina's bari. Thus, it begets a shvur smaidim b'miktas. If a person, however, says there were two shvarim tied to each other, even if when he lost them they were tied to each other, five minutes later it's very possible that they're not tied anymore. So if they're not tied anymore, the whole taina of shnei shvarim is not a taina's bari. It's mernish the taina shema. Thus, it's pashit that there's no halacha of shvur smaidim b'miktas. What would be, however, if the person said shnei shvarim kishur matzasa v'haloyomer and he admits? That there were two. But he says, and I gave one of them back. So there, you don't have this far It's a regular Nishba. Now, who said this? Rabbi Yitzchak was the one that said this. Does Rabbi Yitzchak not hold of the halach of our Mishnah? We said in the Mishnah that even though you could argue, you can come up with a nice case of Shvus Maidim Miktas by a Maitim however, they take an oilum, we want people to return Avedis. People are not going to return Avedis if they know they may end up having to switch. Four day Raisa was a very traumatic event. We don't want people to have to put themselves in this kind of situation. Says the Gemara, who the Amr Krebelezeb and Yaakov. And the Tanah, the Mishnah, clearly is of the opinion that they take an oil on a Maitzim Yitzhi but there's a Mafurish Tanah that argued with this. Tanah relented the Raisa. It's possible for a person to swear a Shvuas, Moidib and Miktas, even if nobody was Teveh anything. So just based on Tainas Atzmai, Reuven goes over to Shimon and he says, I owe you something, even if Shimon was never today anything from Ruvain, it's possible that Ruvain will have to swear, how's that possible? If somebody goes over, Reuven goes over to Shimon and he says, you know, I borrowed money from your father, but I ate half of it, so now I only owe him half. So he put his foot in his mouth, he has to swear, meaning, although nobody was ever Teveya, why not? Because the Malva is not alive, the Loiva went over to the Malva's children, told him that I 
borrowed a thousand dollars, but I paid back five hundred. The Yusayim have no idea what the what the Leib is talking about, but he essentially is a maid of a mitzvah to his own taina. So the halach is that's Rabbi Lezer Yaakov's chiddush. Pa'amim sha'adam nishbal taina satsif. Chacham and Rabbi Chacham say absolutely not. Ain't no yelikim eishav avedah upater. There's no way he's going to swear in this case. Why? Because had this person not opened his mouth, had he said nothing, he wouldn't have owed anybody anything. So now that you opened up your mouth, we treat you like a meishav avedah tasha aser migu. But let's in the context of our sugyur, you're like a meitzim etziyah. Right, just like if somebody finds it aved and he returns it, even if he's a maid of mikdash, he doesn't swear. So you're a meishav aveda. It falls very neatly into the loch of our mishnah of a moitzi mitzia. You're a meishav aveda. La yishava, you don't swear. Mipnei tikkuna oylam says the gemara. Rabbi Lezben Yaakov lastly meishav aveda potter. There's no way Rabbi Lezben Yaakov can argue with this halacha. Amar Rav, so Rav said you're right. You're going to have to tweak a little bit the case because the chachamim makes so much sense. How do you understand Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov? It's talking about where somebody was Teveya, this person. However, the person, the Yisoyimim, were a Katan. And being that they were Ketanim, therefore we treat it as if he's being Nishbal Tainas Atzmai. But it really isn't being Nishbal Tainas Atzmai. Because there is a Teveya, albeit a Katan. But the Gemara says, Katan, Midi, Mishash, Izbe. A Katan doesn't have a Koyach Atayna. But the time we learned in the Mishnah, in Nishbam, Atayna's Cherishite of a Katan. You never swear Atayna's Cherishite of a Katan. So that would then be considered Nishbal Tainas he is then a Meshav Aveda. So the Gemara's Kasha is Hajra Leduchtov, Rebbe Lezim and Yaakov Lesley, Meshav Aveda Pater. You can't answer the question by saying that it was Tainas Cotton. So the Gemara says, My cotton Godel. You're right. Really, it was a Godel that was being Teveya. We're calling him a cotton, but my car the cotton, the Gabi Milidov of cotton. He's like a cotton. He has no idea relative to his father's dealings what exactly went on. But really, he's a godal. But the Gemara says, so if there was a real godal, a regular adult that was Teveya this year, he says, you know, you borrowed a thousand dollars from my father. And now the person says, five hundred. Then that's not a Nishbal Tainas Atzmoy. Ihachi Tainas Atzmoy, Tainas Acherimu. So the Gemara says, you're right. What Rabbi Lezat Yaakov meant was he understood that the only time you'll ever be high is if it was Tainas Acherim. He meant to say that even if it's a Hidas Atzmoy, even then there's a Shavuot Zmoy that makes sense. The Gemara says, Kulu Tanasa, Nami Tainas Acherim Vahidas Atzmoy. Isn't that every single Moed that makes sense? What's a classic Moed that makes sense? Someone's Teveya, it's Tainas Acherim Vahidas Atzmoy. So what does that mean? Elo says the Gemara, let me explain to you what the Pshat and this Machloikis, Rabbi Lezim and Yaakim and the Chachamim is, whether Pomim Sha'adam Nishbal Tainas Atzmoy, and when we understand that, we'll be able to understand the Machloikis, Rabbi Yitzchak, and our Mishnah, whether Hamoitzi Mitzia, Yishava or lo Yishava? Says the Gemara, the Machloikis is totally in something that Rabbi said. Oh, my Rabbi, Rabbi said, Why is it that somebody that has to swear? Someone that's a Moedu Mixas, which for the Raiso, Chazoko, Eino Demeis, Ponov, Bifnei Balchoivoi. Because there's a Chazoko that a person would not look his Balchoiv in the eye and just completely deny that he owes him any money. This person really wanted to deny everything. The reason he didn't deny everything is Mishum, the Eino de Meis Ponov, the Fnei Balchoifer. So says Rabbah, the idea of Shvos Meid Bemiktas is really predicated on two things. Number one, and the way Rashi explains the Gemara, why don't you say that every time a person is Meid Bemiktas, he should be believed with a Migo, like you said, that I 
could have denied everything. If I would have wanted to deny everything, if that's what I thought the truth was, I would have. And the fact that I'm a made of a mix isn't that a raya that what I'm saying is true? The answer is no. Because there's a svara that a person would not look his balchayv in the eye and just deny everything. Why? Because ain't no the meyaz part of it. It's just not something that human people are able to do. So from the fact that he was a made of a mixas, we don't look at him as a meishav aveda. We don't believe him with a migu that he could have denied everything. And it's for that reason he's certainly going to be chayev to swear or at least address the other half. But there's another issue. The other issue is that to the extent that we think that really he owes everything, and he's only being made of a mixah, so we're telling him to swear, why do we even trust him swearing on the other half? Why don't we say, And Rabbah addressed that second part by saying, It could be the reason he wasn't made, that's not because he's a Ganav. He's really not a Chashid He's just a Meiraheter. What's his Meiraheter? He's just trying to finagle himself a little bit more time. That's why the Torah said that we can't look at this person as a Meshav Aveda. We don't, he doesn't have a Migu because Chazaka, you know, the Meshav Aveda. At the same time, he's not necessarily a Chashud. I, why is he denying owing someone money when he really owes him? Not because he's a Chashud Amamayna, not because he has any intention to steal it, but more Ishtamute Yehad Dukam Ishtamit. So how do you put it all together? For that reason, the Torah said, Rami Shfui Lavei, Kihechi Deloy Deloy That's the purpose of making him a Swear Shfui Deiraisa. So Shvuas Moid Mixas is predicated on two building blocks. Number one, Chazake Eino Dumei is part of Tufnei Balchoyvoy. And number two, Ishtamute Kam Ishtamit. Chazake Eino Dumei is part of Tufnei Balchoyvoy is the reason that he's not believed with a migu. It's the reason that we don't just believe him and we force him to address the second half. is the reason that we trust him to address the second half and we don't say that to the extent that you're not telling the truth, migu So how does that relate back here? We have a machloikis, whether if somebody was Teveya someone else's money. But that someone else was a cotton. He was Teveya in money that you owe my father. You owe money to my father. And he's now Is there a Shavuos Mikzas or not? Says the Gemara. It's totally in whether or not you have the Svar of Chazaka in other May is Panub of Nebal Chayva in that case or not. That just like there's a Svar of Chazaka in other May is Panub of Nebal Chayva, Chazaka in so he doesn't have a migo. Just like you don't have a migo in a classic in a classic What's the migo? You could have denied everything. Why don't you have the migo? So too in this case, you don't have that for uh, either. For Rabbanon Savri, no. The whole Chazaki is, if you're looking your Balchayv in the eye, the person that did you the favor, the person that loaned you the money, Chazaki ain't not the Meiz Panav of Nebuchadnezzar. But when it comes to his son, Meiz, maybe he will be Meiz. And being that he's Midalai Meiz, and from the fact that he then was Meiz B'Mixas, Meiz Shavavedo, he's treated like a Meiz Shavavedo, he does have this quote-unquote Migo, and it's for that reason he wouldn't have to swear Shavu as Meiz B'Mixas. Again, the Machloik is is where somebody is a maid of a mikzas, not his balchayv, his balchayv's son. Does he have to swear or does he not have to swear? Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov said, Why is this considered tainas atzmai? Because the katan 
being that he's the Taveya, we look at him as a Tainas Atzmai. What's the Shiloh, whether he does have to swear, does not have to swear, do you have the Chazoka, you know, the Meis Ponu of Nebuchadnezzar. If you have the Chazoka, you know, the Meis Ponu of Nebuchadnezzar, then he's, he has that building block of the sh- why we swear Shvuz Meidu Mikzas. You have the Svar of Ishtamute Kamishtam, and it's a classic Meidu Mikzas, he's going to have to swear. If, however, there's no Chazoka, you know, the Meis Ponu of Nebuchadnezzar, then it's not a classic Meidu Mikzas. If it's not a classic Meidu Mikzas, then the halacha is that you wouldn't have to swear because you'd be treated as a Meishu Aveda. How does this relate back to our Mishnah? In our sugya, we have a machloikis, a mitziah, a real meshav aveda. Somebody actually found a mitziah, and now he's returning it per the halachas and per gelo mitziahs. And when he comes to the balaveda, the balaveda says, one second, you're giving me back something worth five, you're giving me back two shvarim, or one shar, you owe me two shvarim. You found one kiss, I lost two kissin. Do you swear ma'idah b'mikzas or do you not swear ma'idah b'mikzas? It's totally in the shayla. Do you have chazaka e'en adam e'ez panu of nevah chayvay or not? According to Rebbe Lezman Yaakov, just like you have chazaka e'en adam e'ez panu of nevah chayvay before the son of the b'chayv, so too you would have it over here as well for the balavedo. According to the chachamim, that you don't have chazaka e'en adam e'ez panu of nevah chayvay for the son of the b'chayv. You only have it for the b'chayv himself. So he's limiting when exactly we say the svara of Chazaka ain't other meis pan of You wouldn't have it in our Mishnah if you don't have it in our Mishnah. It's for that reason you don't have the halacha of shvuas moida